The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello, and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing, where each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom from the female perspective. Everything from Star Wars, to The Office, to cosplay, to fanfic. It's all right here, so sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to a special episode of It's a Fandom Thing. Um, I thought during this time where all of us are hopefully self-distancing, um, unless you can't, if you're one of those amazing people that has to work in the grocery stores, delivery drivers, in the hospitals, uh, trash collectors, everything like that. Just I really salute you guys and thank you for doing what you're doing right now because I know it, it can't be easy. Um, and everybody else, I know that this is a scary, difficult time right now um, and feels uncertain a lot, a lot of the time. So I just thought it might be fun to kind of just put something put some nice little bonus episodes out there we've got another one planned that hopefully will be coming to you on saturday uh, we're still going to do our regular weekly episodes uh fairly soon we're going to be doing a um comedy month-long comedy stuff in april so that should be good timing uh the first one of those will be at the very end of march will come out so hopefully that'll help as well um, but in this episode, it's going to be me and Carla. We're going to be talking, uh, we're going to be recommending some shows that you might want to watch and some movies you might want to watch and some books you might want to read during this time, just as a good way of distracting yourself, uh, keeping you entertained, and then maybe keeping others in the house entertained as well. So we're just going to kind of do this as a back and forth thing. I'll have Carla start with... Um, perhaps some movies that she might recommend streaming right now. Hi, Carla. Hi, Erin. Hi. Well, I have the most massive list on the planet for you. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm sure you and the listeners will be sitting there taking notes. I'm certain. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe just looking at, at, at your device, like, who is this woman? And why does she have so much time to watch so many lousy movies? Either way, I am here to give you a list. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start with some innocuous classics. Okay. Some things that are, uh, I think, universally liked that I think that are, are easy to come back to time and again. Um, I, when times are like this, and of course, this is like unprecedented and we've never really gone through this mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> a pandemic, but, uh, but just in times of stress and... Uh, uncertainty i tend to turn to either mushy kind of romance things or flat out comedies and the one movie that has recently been an absolute um tension soother for me and my family has been yesterday a movie that was released last year and it's about uh, a guy named jack malik who writes not so great songs but has a lovely voice 
and he uh the world blacks out for 12 seconds and when he when they, when it comes back he's he's the only person who remembers the beatles and the beatles music so he starts uh kind of passing off the beatles music as his own and the movie is so much more charming than that little synopsis would lead you to believe it is <laughs> it's a fantastic movie mm-hmm. it's very sweet it's very straightforward um so in, in other words it's not like, like a I think or what you really have to <laughs> put a lot of brain juice to it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I, I will tell you that at least in this household, it has uh, won over the demographic of 40 something um, suburban moms, 40 something <laughs> suburban dads, and 60 year old suburban kids. So <laughs> need I say more? That's awesome. I love that movie. I'm, yeah, I'm glad to hear that recommended. That's that's a really great one. Is that yeah? Is that's I thought I saw that it was out somewhere streaming now. Is it available somewhere um, other than just renting it to stream right now? I thought I'd I actually I actually haven't really looked because what happened is that I started I watched it um, on the plane ride. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the 2010s, we used to do this thing called travel, <laughs> and when you were traveling, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you could watch a movie on this thing called a plane. And yesterday happened to be one of the one of the selections. And I watched it on the way to and on the way from my trip. Oh, okay. And then when I got, I, I love it so much, I have to own it. So I bought the DVD. And so that's how I've been watching it. Awesome. Yeah. And I just looked at it. It's, it's available on HBO now. That's how I knew because it just, HBO just released it. So it's streaming on HBO right now. So you have an HBO subscription, go watch it or get, do the free trial on Hulu prime or just HBO go and watch it. Cause it's a great movie. It really is. And you know what? It's not even all that expensive. Uh, if you buy the, the DVD. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, honestly, if you want to take a chance, then just, <laughs> cause it's just a really little film. It is. It's great. And what's your next one? Ooh. <laughs> 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 um, this is where I go back a little bit into the classics, you know, um, but classics, I think I mean, re- movies released more than five <laughs> years ago. Um, and I, I go back to back to the future is one of my all time favorite movies. Mm-hmm. And that's a movie that, that just, you know, it just never fails to put a smile on my face, no matter, no matter how cheesy and whatever. It, it's just such a, it's, it's timeless for a reason. There's so much chemistry in the cast. It's such a goofy premise, but they, Execute is so lovely. It, it's just, it, it's, and along those same lines, Princess Bride, okay. which is another, <laughs> uh, I mean, how many movies are there where it's a, a grandpa reading a kissing story to his grandson and it has adventure and it has comedy and it has Billy Crystal mm-hmm. and Carol Kane. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just really great. And um, Hot Fuzz. <laughs> I haven't seen that one, is, so I'll put that on my list. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. It, it's a, um, a a loving parody of of cop films, of yeah. buddy cop movies, specifically Bad Boys. Okay. And it's it's hilarious. It's so funny. My husband and I go around quoting it all <laughs> the time. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to write that one down. Yeah, yeah. And Back to the Future is the movie that made me really fall in love with movies because I remember seeing it as a kid and I just was obsessed with it. I was also 
loved Michael J. Fox. He was like one of my first celebrity crushes. Oh my gosh, so <laughs> yeah, cute! Ties too. I just loved oh him. Yeah. Ties. And, <laughs> yeah, and then Princess Bride. I remember um, seeing it here in Denver, and they showed it in this theater that unfortunately turned into a Radio Shack and then closed. But it was it. They just had oh. one big screen, you know, and they would do special events and I remember watching it there and they had these these people from some theater group come out and do a little skit before the movie it was it was awesome so yes those are some great great ones and then do you have some more oh my god (laughs) do I ever listen if it comes to just you know lifting your spirits without working a single brain cell (laughs) I have got you covered. We have Zoolander. We have oh, Dodgeball. Yeah. We have My Car. And we have the all-time winningest movie in this category, A Night at the Roxbury. I was Roxbury. like, she has to mention that one. <laughs> <laughs> of course. A Night at the Roxbury is a classic film about two brothers who are trying to come into their own out from their father's thumb and trying to start up their own business and uh, win the love of these two ladies, but they encounter obstacles along the way. And all of it while wearing really tight fitted um, (laughs) kind of shimmery clothing Mm -hmm. and they're brothers, but they look nothing alike, but that's okay. We don't question it. (laughs) And they love each other so much. They're, Horribly codependent, but you still root for mm-hmm. them. I, I think it's it's one of the, the better films in this particular category. Because let me... T- okay, <laughs> Zoolander is reliably funny. Dodgeball, absolute wonderful movie. You'll, you'll be throwing wrenches before you know it. And Dude, Where's My Car? Makes no sense <laughs> whatsoever. Doesn't matter. Still hilarious. <laughs> and um, I've actually never seen that one either. <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> See, the thing is, like, you have actual like good taste, so I wouldn't necessarily recommend it for Why you. Some really bad, but maybe. Too, so. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like, maybe those of us who are a little bit less discerning, <laughs> or let, let me put it this way, more easily amused. <laughs> that 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 one will you know, quench your, your thirst for some um, thought-free laughs. Thought-free laughs, yeah. And that, it's a good time for thought-free laughs. So. Yes, yes, exactly. I, I think that we as a world right now need to gather around just completely um, useless entertainment and just enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. So. Um, a few more yeah. that I have. Um, Clueless, which I don't know if I mentioned. <laughs> and it's actually right around this time is their 25th anniversary. Mm-hmm. So, like, hello, let's pay them some homage because they are absolute legends in the comedy game. Um, it, it's just so funny. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's really very cute. At least Silverstone really... Uh, I, I think a lot of other actors who may have played the role of Cher may not have done it with such sweetness and innocence. And she really, you know, she doesn't end up coming across as the absolutely oblivious um, airhead rich girl that she might have otherwise, because she just puts so much heart into the role Mm -hmm. that you're just like, oh, I don't really hate her. 
Yeah, that's great. And we're going to do an um, episode uh, at the end of April uh, celebrating that movie, too. So look out for that one. But yes, we're, I can speak about <laughs> yeah. it for a whole hour. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. I remember seeing that movie. I think I lost count how many times I saw it when it first came out. That was one of those <laughs> that I just absolutely fell in love with and fell in love with her and fell in love with Paul Rudd and <laughs> yes, Paul Rudd. I need a moment, please. <laughs> and he, and oh he looks gosh. exactly the same now as he did back then. He does. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. We have been blessed and he has been blessed and just blessings all around. Exactly. <laughs> Zero complaint yeah. here. <laughs> yep. Okay. Now if your if your tastes are a little bit, you know, uh, darker you need something <laughs> a little bit more spooky in your life I also have recommendations for that cool um I I love well okay I'm Candyman yes. which I think is right now in Netflix the original mm-hmm. Candyman that one okay I watched it when I was too young to watch a movie like that my dad took us to the drive through the drive the, the drive in mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been an experience but yes yeah, so the drive in and I was traumatized for I don't know how long. I couldn't, like, you know, be in the dark by myself. It was just spooky, spooky, spooky. And, you know, all that laid placidly dormant in my system until they started talking about the, the sequel is coming out very soon. Um, that I am terrified to even think about, but I must watch. Because, and that's what Candyman will do to you. It will terrify you and also make you want to be terrified. Which I guess some people like that, but you know, yeah, that's a great one. But uh, and then you know, along that the same lane, you have um, Get Out, yes. Us, Parasite. Which Parasite, I don't really think is that mm-hmm. scary. It's more, at least in my mind, because there's nothing really supernatural to it. Um, so it, it's more grounded in in reality, and like that's even more scary. Mm-hmm in its own way that a lot of these other movies can be, but it's definitely, I would consider a must see if you haven't already checked it out. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Definitely agree with all of those. Those are all great, great picks. Love it. Love it. Oh, thank you. And do you have any more <laughs> in any other categories or? Well, I did tell you I had a huge <laughs> list, right? I know, no, I'm glad <laughs> to have a huge list. I think everybody needs a huge list of okay. stuff to watch. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a couple okay. of others here. Um, Goonies, mm-hmm. which I think you know, I certainly won't show it to my kid because he won't even watch Dora the Explorer all the way <laughs> without running out of the room. So he's not ready for Goonies <laughs> yet. However, I do have you know cousins and nephews and nieces and nibblings who just love. Goonies, and I, I I think that that's one of those movies that I think if it came out now, maybe it wouldn't uh, be so accepted by parents for their kids. But I think it's a great movie for for children who can tolerate yeah. it. I mean, certainly like a ten plus crowd, maybe your your mature seven eights, but it, it's just <laughs> a really good movie. Um, House Party, which also I think had its I think its thirtieth anniversary. Mm-hmm recently um just a a great movie about young kids being young kids and having a house party lots of really cool you know dance moves 
if you want to call it that, um, all about Eve, which I think is a fantastic movie. I, um, I, I've watched it like a bunch of times and every time it just, I, I know what's happening. I know what's coming. It, it's, you know, whatever, but it just has, it just really pulls you in because it's, uh, the cast is just very magnetic. Yeah. And you're kind of rooting for people and also kind of rooting for them to fail. And you end up rooting for people that you weren't rooting for before. It's just great. And um, a couple of newer movies, like A Boss, starring uh, Tiffany Haddish and um, Sama Hayek. Was and Rose also. Byrne, right? And Rose Byrne. Uh, thank you. Yes. I was like, is that Rose McGowan? <laughs> I don't like her. Because <laughs> the other Rose, Rose Byrne. Yes, that one. Um, hilarious hilarious we went in not knowing what to expect and it is fantastic it's a great funny movie it's about women men are just tangentially mentioned pretty much uh which i really high on my list there and um hustlers which is another you know movie in the same vein women protagonists and they're the ones who um like you're seeing the world through their eyes and it just, uh, it's a fun ride. Yeah, I love that one. And lots of really sexy <laughs> dancing, which is also yeah, a plus. Yeah, I love that one. That's a really, really good movie. Yep. Yep. Cool. And that covers my movie awesome. selection. Awesome. Okay, cool. Well, I'll start also with the ones that are a lot lighter or romantic or funny. Um, the past couple of days I've watched a couple on, um, Amazon prime that I hadn't watched in a while. One's a lot older than the other one. Uh, the first one is soap dish, which if, if oh. you're a fan of soaps, it's even better because it's such a great send up of them. Um, and that one of course, uh, stars, um, um, Kevin Klein and, um, a, why is her name all of a sudden escaping me? I'm sorry. Um, but it stars um, <laughs> Carrie Fisher is in it very briefly. Um, Robert Downey Jr. Um, it's just, yes, Whoopi Goldberg. Goldberg. Yes, Sally it, Field. Sally Field's the main, the main woman Sally in it. Sally Field, yes. And she's so good in it. She's so funny. Um, it's, and it also stars... Um, she was a really big deal then um and she's had terry hatcher is actually in it very briefly yeah oh my gosh soap stars (laughs) that make an appearance um yeah it's just it's just so much fun and so funny especially if you've ever watched a soap it just gets it so well it just nails it um so i really 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 recommend that one um especially if you want to escape and want to laugh you're going to have to watch yeah, that if you one you want to laugh watch that one you'll laugh pretty much from the start till the finish um that was a great one and then the other one i watched last night on prime is uh, one of my favorite romance romances and it's return to me and it stars david Duchovny and mini mini driver and it's yeah and oh, the premise yes. is that david duchovny's wife dies in a I'm, we assume a car accident we don't really see and meanwhile Minnie Driver has been waiting to get a new heart she has heart disease and she's been on the transplant list so she gets David Duchovny's um, wife's heart after she passes away and then they end up meeting and it's a love story between the two of them um, and they don't know that when they meet you know they don't know that she has uh, his wife's heart and it takes place in Chicago it's very very Chicago 
Um, my family on my dad's side is all from Chicago. So Chicago things have always sort of appealed to me. So it's got that vibe to it. Um, it's really sweet, funny. Um, I really, really love David Duchovny in it. So if you're a fan of his, it's a definite oh. must watch. Um, and I know you're a fan hello. of it. So it's, it's, it's a must watch. If you yes. Love him, it's a must watch it. Let me tell you, like when that movie came out, it came out during my prime David Duchovny hardcore yeah. fan years. And I was just like so excited to watch it. And I wasn't, okay, I wasn't like a huge fan of Mini Driver. I was like, eh, whatever. But I have to say she won me over because probably mostly because of David Duchovny. But, you know, that's just the kind of person I am. Easily swayed by pretty things. Yeah, well, well, I and I, I love Minnie Driver. I've always loved her, and I, I feel bad for her that you know, she got dumped on national television. No, I don't like, like her. She got dumped on national <laughs> television practically by Matt Damon. Sorry, it's a little right. I, that, that was, was so, so messed up. up. But yeah, and she's just really <laughs> funny, and yeah, she, she's one of those that's like a family favorite actor. My family has some of those, like like mm-hmm. her, uh, Robert Downey Jr., um, John Cusack was was a family favorite as well. Those kind of things were when you know we grew up. We loved watching watching those movies, um, especially because John Cusack looks very much like my uncle, one of my uncles. So, yes, yeah, so I think. That's oh no, part kidding! Of the reason why he was a family favorite. Oh, how funny. And and yes, he's from he's Chicago, very also, Chicago. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. John Cusack. He's very so it's probably yeah. <laughs> so uh, speaking <laughs> of John Cusack, one of the ones I was going to recommend, and even though we mentioned it on our stocking for love thing, it's still a great movie. Say anything <laughs> is it's and you can watch that on Hulu right now. But say anything is a great romance, and he's such a great character. I think, even though he does some stalking things in it, it's still a sweet story. <laughs> Um, so I have to recommend that one as another romance. Um, and then I have a couple from Mark Ruffalo. I actually have three from Mark Ruffalo. Oh, yeah. He's, he's one of my all time favorite actors. Um, and the two that I have are some of the, a couple of lighter ones of his. Um, and one, one of them is 13 going on 30, which I could watch that movie over and over and over and over again. And if it's one of those, you know, not body swapping, but where she ages up with Jennifer Garner and she wishes she's in the eighties and she wishes when she, well, she's not Jennifer Garner in the eighties, but it, she's 13. She wishes she could be 30 <laughs> and she wakes up and she's 30 and that's Jennifer Garner playing her. And Jennifer Garner is so good in this movie. The way when she, the first is, scene that she yeah. has, when she realizes she's 30 and she's realizing like looking at herself and there's this scene where she looks at herself in the mirror and like you know it's and realizes her body has changed and it's just such it's just such a great (laughs) scene and she does it so well she plays what you know a 13 year old would act like you know she's so good at that and yeah and what I remember the most about that movie (laughs) I mean there's like so many wonderful things but it the Close to the beginning when the little girl is going thirty yeah. and flirty and fun, <laughs> thirty and flirty and fun. I just like, oh my god, your precious little thing. Yeah, it's it's so great, and I love Mark Ruffalo in that movie. Oh my gosh, he's just yes. swoon worthy oh. in that movie. <laughs> he's just like he the really best is. guy. He just he often plays like the best guys, even when they're not necessarily mm-hmm. great guys. They're just still the best guys because they're Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> yep, yep. And there's um and there's the great and, and there's also um 
we were just we just speaking of our Lord of the Rings episode we just did with Andy Circus, who does you know the motion capture in there. Where Andy Circus is in thirteen going on thirty, playing himself. He's not doing any motion capture in this. Yeah, he's the no boss. Way. It, the boss in uh, thirteen going on thirty. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Company. And what's great is the whole scene where they do thriller. <laughs> I love that scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just a great movie uh, that will really, really make you smile and laugh and uh, just warm your heart, I think. Just very, very comforting. Um, and the other one from Mark Ruffalo is another one that's kind of light. Um, and it's just like he- Heaven with uh, Reese Witherspoon, where Reese Witherspoon plays a woman who um, – is maybe oh, a ghost yes. or maybe not. I won't spoil the whole thing. And Mark Ruffalo is leasing the apartment that used to be hers in San Francisco. And he, his wife had recently passed away and it's a romance between the two of them. And I, I love that movie so much. I just recently uh, rewatched, I think it was on HBO um, and just fell in love with it all over again. And I just think it's, so sweet and I think they have great chemistry and Mark Ruffalo does a lot of physical comedy in that movie that's really really good yeah he's yes. really really good in that um, and then but also he, he's, he's, he's a, a chemistry oh, yeah, machine is, just saying he is, he is. I'm, I've been a huge fan of his for years and years because I could recommend some stuff that's uh, not very happy that he's done way way back <laughs> Uh, and Suffery wasn't always like the best guy in the world either, but, um, you know, but, but I'll just stay with the light stuff right now. Um, and another one I'm going to recommend, and this is a movie that when you said I have taste, this is a movie that everybody in the world hates, but me. So this is what will prove otherwise. Everybody loves, almost everybody hates this movie and I love this movie. Um, and it's life as we know it with Catherine Heigl and Josh Duhamel. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Yes, I watched that movie and I hated every moment of it. Everybody. Yes, I remember that one. I, oh I'm, my god. I was just gonna put it out there because I put it out there on Facebook the other day, and one of my friends watched it, and she's like, "Well, now I love this movie." So. Maybe oh, no. I'm going to recruit more people into seeing that this movie is amazing. <laughs> I know, I know. It's not a good movie, but I really think the reason um, this movie works for me, honestly, is because of Josh Duhamel <laughs> in it. I don't, I think really? guy is probably a douchebag in real life. <laughs> you know what? That is exactly the impression but that I get I of him. I gotta say, okay. I'll, I'll be honest. Part of this comes from the fact that um, Josh Duhamel, which if people don't know this, started out on All My Children playing this character, Leo, who I just loved. So it's so he's kind of got my heart because of that. <laughs> so I admit oh. that's, that's part of the reason. I, it's not it's I know it's not a great movie, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have no like to stand on when it comes to like bashing people for yeah, their movie choices. So it's not the great race person either. So yeah, it's no. like a combination of two really bad, horrible people. But oh my I, God, yes, <laughs> but I pretty much. It. It's one of those. I know. It's one of those. I know it's bad, but I, I 
don't care. I'm still gonna love it. <laughs> um, and <laughs> and then another one I I, I want to recommend that is another one of those that's uh, it's pretty recent um, and it's something that I really was like I am not gonna like this movie. Why am I watching this? Um, and it's called sorry I had it right in Instant Family with um, Rose Byrne and um and um oh, Mark yeah. Wahlberg and it's where they take in these foster kids this whole thing and it's this whole it really is kind of that white savior thing as well but it really worked for me I, I can't explain why I, I don't know there was something <laughs> about it the um uh, I should look up the actress but the actress who plays the oldest child that they uh t- that they take in that they foster is so good and I love Rose Byrne anyway um I think her name is I think her name is Isabella <laughs> I'm gonna probably mispronounce this so I'm sorry Mercedes. I believe that's that's her name she's really good in it and I was crying at the end and it's I don't know why, but it just really worked for me. And I could see why it was a big box office hit. And I was like, why is this a box office hit? And then when I watched it, I could, I could kind of see <laughs> why. So I, re- I recommend that one. Um, another one that's also on Hulu that really surprised me is fighting with my family, which is based on a true story um, about a, a family in Australia who they, they are wrestlers, their whole family's wrestlers and the brother and sister, uh, wrestle together and they go out to do tryouts for the WWE um, and she gets picked and her brother doesn't get picked and it's all sort of about her training and and unfortunately Vince Vaughn's in it but you can kind of ignore that but <laughs> um, and the rocks in it um, and I guess someone that I know that's really into wrestling said it's not as accurate as the true story but it's still a really good watch. And Florence Pugh, who had a really amazing year last year with, um, which this is a great one that you could watch, Midsommar and um, the Little Women remake. She's she's in it and she's really, really mm-hmm. good. So I recommend that one as well. That's um, Fighting With My Family. So that's another one that you know. And it's you could probably watch that with your family, honestly. Um, yeah, there's not much, right. Oh, okay. I mean, there's wrestling in it, but it's still not overly violent. My mom who cannot stand a lot of violence or weirdness, she loved, she loved it too. So that's another one you could watch with your family. Um, and speaking with family, and this is how I'll end my lighter ones, um, the movie Babe. <laughs> I cannot, I, I, I can quote that movie. Um, I used to have a babe electronic pig. <laughs> that's how much I loved. That oh movie. my gosh! <laughs> I was obsessed with that. Oh, movie. that's so I cute. Was, I was an adult when well, I was right out of high school when I saw it. So, and I worked at Blockbuster <laughs> and I used to drive everybody crazy because we had a kids' TV corner, and so I would put it in the kids' TV all the time. Everybody's like, oh, my God, I can't watch Babe one more time. But in case you don't know what Babe is, Babe is about Babe, a pig, who gets chosen to be on Farmer Hoggett's farm, and he wants to be a sheepdog, and he gets taken in by the sheepdog, and he becomes a sheep pig. And, you know, the animals talk. There's people doing voices for him. 
Uh, but they're real animals in there. They do some, I think they do some animatronics with their mouths and stuff, but it's real animals. Um, James Cromwell plays uh, Farmer Hoggett. And it's just, I just think it's a really sweet, sweet movie. And I cry every time I watch it. And I'm a dog person. So I think that's part of the reason I love it so much. And Babe is so much like a dog <laughs> in it. So that's, that's one that you can watch with the whole family. Um, you know, it's rated G. So <laughs> there's not really much objection. <laughs> if I can get this child to like sit for a movie, I, I will... Because I have to trick him into watching movies. So if I can trick him into watching that, you can <laughs> and I think it. I might. <laughs> just, yeah. just sit there and watch it, okay? Just be like one of those other kids who can just pop in front of a TV for two hours, please. Okay, and then I'll recommend some, because it's me and I like the indie movies, I'm going to recommend some smaller films. Um, I already on our last episode mentioned Loose again. I know I'm never going to let these Kelvin Harrison Jr. movies go, but I can't help it. I'm going to remind you again, Loose is on Hulu. Waves you can rent. Um, and then, as I mentioned last time, and this kind of fits in with what we're going through right now in a weird way, because it kind of is after a pandemic. So if you want to scare yourself some more, you can watch um, it comes at night, which is on Netflix, which is um, a really, really good movie. It's kind of horror, but I think of it more as a thriller and family drama, really. Uh, and that one, that one's really good. Uh, but I'm also going to recommend again, Honey Boy. That's on Amazon Prime. So these are kind of dark movies. I know I'm recommending they're heavy, but so I'm going to recommend that one. It wouldn't exactly. be you if there wasn't some angst exactly. in your I recommendations. Heavy stuff, I wouldn't be me. <laughs> I know. I, I would have to like fly over there, and, and like I'd have to like rent a, a private jet to just know, go over there and check on I'm, you. It's it's me. I just I I like the heavy stuff. Um, even though I've been watching, watching some light stuff, but you know, thought I'd recommend those. Um, and there's also. A couple more I'll recommend. And this one's actually lighter. Sorry, I'll go back a little bit. Um, this is an older movie called Swingers, which I'm sure people have probably heard of it or seen it. And this was before oh my we gosh. all knew who Vince Vaughn really was. So I'm going to recommend it. That one's fun. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, John Favreau, that was his first little thing. He directed it and starred in it. And it's just, it's just a ton of fun. Um, at least I think it is. Um, and is yes, that the one with yes, you're so money? Yes. You don't even know it. You don't even know it. Yes. <laughs> and that's that's when street yes. music was all arranged. <laughs> We'd go out and they'd be right. Sing. Yes. I had a friend who was like so into this movie, like <laughs> so into this movie, and and she like she made me. I, I think that's the only reason that I don't like love it is because she made me watch it and I just resented her for it. That's funny. <laughs> I think I might have to have to do with that. Um, and then um, this is this is a movie. This movie I'm going to recommend is very very indie, but it does star um, Adam Scott, who um, was in Parks and Rec, of course, and is known for comedy now. But he actually does a lot of indie dramas. Is what I had always known him for uh, before he did a lot of the comedic turns. Um, and this movie is called Passenger Side. And this is a movie that I saw at a film festival. And it's about 
some brothers, two brothers, and that's all I'm going to say about it, um, who are traveling, uh, who are doing kind of a road trip. And that's a really, really great one. And I just, I think Adam Scott is just um, one of the best actors around, frankly. Um, and I think, yeah, and I think a lot of people. He really is. Go ahead. I, I think he's like. I just yes. think he's like criminally yes. underrated. He is. he is. And another movie that he did where if you want to watch him and really hate his character, but he's a really, he's really good in it. Uh, this movie called The Vicious Kind. Um, and uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's not a very pleasant guy in there, but he's so good. Yes. He is. is he vicious? <laughs> he's very much, he plays, very, he plays <laughs> that, you know, the, the, the man who um, can't, who can't quite, he hangs on to his I'm so independent and different and hurts, you know, people around him, even though he really wants love, but he won't open himself up for love kind of person. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it's a really oh, good movie and he's really good in it. It also stars Brittany Snow, who at the time was, I think people thought was going to become a big deal. JK Simmons is in it as well. It's just a, I just, I mean, it's, it's not a happy movie by any means. So don't think you're going to be happy after you watch it, <laughs> but it's really good. Um, yeah. So I recommend that. Well, one. Sounds interesting. I actually recommend some some films that star Sam Rockwell before people really knew who Sam Rockwell was. Sam Rockwell is one of my all, he's my top in my top three for actors. That's why I've been so disappointed at how he's now getting this, getting critical acclaim for playing all these racist characters and for, and, and especially, you know, I've always mm-hmm. wanted to win an Academy Award and I hated that he won for three bill billboards and all this stuff. Cause he's such, he's a really good actor. And I've loved him for years. And so I'm going to recommend um, four movies of his. <laughs> um, one of them is, kind of, is a little bit lighter. It's called Box of Moonlight. And he plays a very quirky character. Um, and I'm not going to tell you too much about the movie because I think it's one of those you kind of just have to go into blind. Um, but it's, it's a really, really, really good movie. Um, so I recommend that one. That one, that one's not as heavy as other ones of his that I'll recommend. So just to let you know, um, the other one, this is the heaviest one of his that I will recommend. It's called snow angels. Um, and yeah, it's, it's an indie film and it's dealing very much with death. Um, there's some suicidal stuff in it as well. I will say, um, and there's just a lot of really good performances in that movie. Um, it's, it's very heavy. It's actually was done by David Gordon Green, who I'm sure people are familiar with. Um, he also, David Gordon Green has, is now does a lot more bigger films. Um, he also did Pineapple Express too, I believe. And he's done, so he does, yeah, but he started out doing oh my God. <laughs> very heavy indie dramas. And this one also has uh, Kate Beckinsale's in it um, and a bunch of other people. And it's basically interweaves the lives of a teenager with his old, older baby, old babysitter, her estranged husband and their daughter. So it's like this one of those kind of indie films where it's all these stories intertwined together. And it's very hard to watch, but it's very good. And he is so incredible in it. And he should have. See, these are the performances he should have gotten Oscars for, in my opinion. Um, so that's one, <laughs> another one, and this is one of my all-time favorite movies. Period. Um, it's Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, 
And this is how I really discovered Sam Rockwell. This is uh, the first movie that George Clooney directed. And that's why I saw it because as people may know, know I've mentioned it on here before. I love, 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 love George Clooney. Um, <laughs> like, you don't I'm say. Like one of the biggest George Clooney fans you'll ever meet. <laughs> and he directed this one. Um, and he also was in it a little bit. But um, it's about uh, Chuck Barris, the game show host who always said he was a secret CIA agent. Um, and Sam Rockwell plays Chuck Barris, Andrew Barrymore is in it as well, um, and Julia Roberts. Um, but Sam Rockwell's so good in this movie, and you have to, if you watch it on DVD, which I recommend, or Blu-ray or whatever, watch the extras in there because there's his audition tape in there, and that's, and that's incredible to watch because he, he's just, it's just so much fun, and he should have won <laughs> for that one as well. Um, and I know everybody thinks I'm going to mention <laughs> Moon, but I'm, uh, even though I love Moon, I'm not going to mention Moon. I'm going to mention this other one that's a really small movie um, called Lawn Dogs. And this one is, it, it, the premise will probably make you feel uncomfortable, but they handle it very well. It's about this young girl who forges a friendship. She's like 10 years old with um, Sam Rockwell's character, who's 21, and he mows lawns in this gated community. Um and there's all this other stuff going on in the gated community. And I, I will spoil, there's nothing weird that goes on with the two of them at all. Um, but this is very much a movie that talks about class and how people behind those gates treat hmm. the other people that aren't behind those gates um, and the way they treat um, him. And there's some uh, fantasy elements to it. Um, and it stars actually the, person who plays the little kid is misha barton who went on to do the oc and stuff when she got older um but this is it's a really good one and it's uh really lesser known films so i'm gonna recommend those and she's also somebody who was supposed yeah. to be mm -hmm. and then she, she kind of faded away back in the day but yeah well you know sam rockwell is is one of those actors and my husband and i were just talking about him the other day how much we love him and how mm -hmm. just talented he is. And, and he can really swing mm -hmm. from one genre to the other seamlessly. And he's completely believable in anything that he does. He's just really fantastic. And um, not so not so long ago, yeah. I watched um, Fosse Verdon, which I wasn't expecting to really enjoy, but I did. And it was largely because of, because of him. <laughs> I didn't really like Michelle Williams mm -hmm. until much later in the series, but he really had yeah, me. He's from just the so, um, he's just, he's just so, he's like a character actor. He really is like a character actor, which isn't at all an insult. I think character mm -hmm. actors are some of the best actors around. And he just, he uses his body in such a way yeah. too, when he performs and he's just so interesting yeah. to watch. And that's why I was so disappointed when he started getting all these raves for stuff that, like, I mean, Vice, he's he's just playing a character, caricature. And he's playing another racist character. <laughs> and then, you know, and then I loved him in right. Jojo Rabbit. But I was like, okay, can this be the last racist character that the guy plays, please? <laughs> you know, it's like, come on, go back to the other stuff that you do so well. Um, you know, don't be care don't become just that you know because it's just you know and especially the mm -hmm. you know racist with a heart of gold <laughs> especially in three billboards right oh my god that is my one of my yeah. least favorite tropes because like one of the worst tropes that, mm -hmm. that 
cinema has yeah. thrown at yeah. us ever. <laughs> it's like, well, he's racist, but he also does some nice yeah. things. Yeah, it's so okay. Uh, I guess. Why, yeah, three billboards are just pissed me off. Anyway, I don't want to. We're supposed to be recommending things. Sorry, guys, I'm going off on other things. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to bring it back, and I'll just recommend. <laughs> Yeah. Welcome to the Sam Rockwell <laughs> show. I was gonna say yeah, I think I we could just do an episode of anyone, and then and that'll be just embarrassing. That'll be just embarrassing. Naturally, <laughs> it'll be just like, oh my god, you guys, oh my god. Okay, so like yeah. this one time, I saw George Clooney do this, and it was just magnificent. Yeah, I'll, I'll... <laughs> it'll just be like yeah, you're having I'll a meltdown over George Clooney. I love his character on Sisters and Facts of Life. See, so now I'm going up. Oh my god, yes. I loved him on Sister so much. I, I watched him on Facts of Life too, but that was the show where I really fell. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I'm gonna go. <laughs> yes. Oh. Well, now I'm, I'm going to recommend just to end with the movies here. I'm going to recommend a few horror films because I also wouldn't be me if I didn't recommend some horror because I love horror. Um, and I just want to start off <laughs> Shutter right now um, because of what's going on. They are offering a free 30 day trial. If you just use the code shut in all one word and all in caps, I don't know if that matters, but all in caps and they have some great movies on there. Like the classic, one of my, my absolute favorite horror film, one of the best films ever made. I wrote a whole paper on it. Halloween, the original Halloween. Um, <laughs> I knew you would be able to say I that. Mean, <laughs> you might have to know what Halloween is about, but if you don't, it's, about Michael Myers who <laughs> killed his sister when he was a kid and he was in a institution. He escapes from the institution and goes and torments teenagers on Halloween night. It's, it's one of the first movies with the final girl premise and Jamie Lee Curtis brilliantly plays the final girl um, in that movie. So, you know, so if you haven't seen that for some reason and you want to, um, that is available on Shutter right now. Shutter also, um, I know we, we haven't, I know this is kind of diving into series here a little bit, but I'll just briefly mention they do have a series on there. Um, I don't like Eli Roth, but he, but it's okay. He just hosts it and it covers different, different aspects of horror, like zombies, <laughs> slasher films, etc. That's really good on there too. Um, and they also have a great documentary called Horror Noir, which is all, um, all about, um, how black people have been represented in horror films, both the good and the bad. Um, it's really interesting. And when you talked about mm. Candyman, they talk a lot about Candyman in there. So I, hi- yeah, yeah. I That's highly, like the prime highly example. recommend um, that documentary. I think it's really <laughs> fascinating and interesting to see the history of that and, and the future and everything. It's just a really interesting documentary. And so that's on there as well. Um, and then it, the the sequel was supposed to be coming out this weekend, uh, but the the first quiet a quiet place is available on Hulu, so you can watch that one there too. That's a really I think a really great um, horror movie. Uh, I, you know, although I wouldn't classify it as horror horror, but still pretty pretty scary at, in parts. Um, and that was John Krasinski directed that one, of course. Um, and then there's a smaller little horror movie that is directed by this woman who is actually in talks to direct a new Dr- Dracula movie. And this one's called The Invitation. And it is on Netflix. And it's incredibly creepy. 
incredibly creepy. It's got a cult creepy vibe to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're saying this incredibly creepy, then I'm I'm I, I think I would have to watch it like outdoors with the lights on near perhaps a police station or maybe even better near a hospital <laughs> well, it's not for when I eventually pass scary, out. I, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, um, it's <laughs> just, I'll read the description. A man accepts an invitation to a dinner party hosted by his ex-wife, an unsettling affair that reopens old wounds and creates new tensions, which is very, very kind of just surface description of it. Um, it's a movie that builds and builds and builds and builds. Um, Karen Kusami, hope I'm pronouncing her name right. She directed it. Um, she's directed a lot of good stuff. She directed the movie Destroyer that came out a little while ago. She's directed an episode of the series The Outsider. And like I said, she's in talks to do a new Dracula movie. So, you know, we got to support those women directors out there. So she's really good. And it's, it's, it's a pretty creepy offering. It's not too gory. Um, you know, it's just, it's just a lot of fun and interesting to watch. Um, and then some fun little horror movies that I'm going to recommend are, um, there's this movie called the final girls, which is all about this girl. Who's this girl whose mother was oh, in this about. really famous like slasher film. And then, you know, she died later on and they're hosting this screening of her mom's movie and they end up getting stuck in the movie and it's just a really, it's funny, and it's also really actually kind of touching, and it's a great send-up of horror. Um, so I think that that one is a lot of fun. Um, the movie Ready or Not, which I know a lot of people probably wouldn't even want to call it a horror movie, but it's got horror elements. Um, and that one was in the theaters not too long ago. That's a fun one. And um, I was on another podcast episode talking about that one and spoiling that one. That one's, that one's a ton of fun. I don't know if you've seen that one, Carla, but have you, it's, 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 it's Mm -mm. great. You should, you should watch that one. It's, it's a blast. Um, It's gory, but it's, but it's funny and fun. I'll have to check it out. um, Some people have even put it in with like clue and that kind of genre. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it's really really good. I love that movie. Um, and then, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, I think the original Nightmare on Elm Street is great as well. That's second to Halloween for me, for my favorite horror movies. Um, there's another little indie horror movie that I will recommend, um, that is called May. I don't know of any, I don't know if you've heard of it, Carla. It's very, Mm -mm, very (laughs) creepy and sad. Um, and it's about, it's one of those movies where it's an outsider, um, this girl who's really different, not like everybody else. And she falls in love with this guy, Jeremy Sisto from Clueless. Um, and (laughs) it's, it's kind of along the same lines of Carrie, except she doesn't have superpowers, but it's along that same kind of line. It turns, uh, it turns pretty gory. Um, I will say that. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. But that's a really good, uh, that's a really good oh, little, God. <laughs> uh, horror movie um, that I that I highly recommend. And then I'm just going to throw out another one. What? That's one. No, that's that's one that I'm probably going to have to watch with my sister. Uh-huh. But she loves. Yeah. First of all, she loves horror in general. Yeah, it's it's. But that sounds really, really up for I've I've watched it a 
few times. Yeah. And that's one that I remember. And I was going to mention this when we did our social media thing. I'll mention it really quickly when IMDb was around and when that movie came out, which was, it was in the early two thousands. And I remember going on the message board and there was someone on there who said, I just really, really like May and I really relate to her. And after you see that movie, thinking about that, that will creep the hell out of you. <laughs> so that was so great. Oh my gosh. I'm just going to throw that in there. So yeah, that's, that's, that's a good one. So, and then, <laughs> and then I'm going to throw well, now I need to know. Kind of it's kind of achieved cult status. I, uh, is American Psycho with Christian Bale. Um, which I think is actually a very much a take on how on misogyny. Um, and, um, you know, I think, I think it's, you know, it's directed by a woman was written by a woman adapted from the Brett Easton Ellis novel. Mm-hmm. Um, and they really saw in the novel, how much that was, how the novel really, and I've read the novel too. Um, as, even if he doesn't want to admit it, the novel really, if you really look at it, is really taking aim at the eighties and the selfishness of the eighties and those men, especially men um, and the misogyny. And yeah, the book is a little, is incredibly graphic. Yeah. You've read it too. Yeah. That book is a lot. Yeah. He does in that book. I have. And this is one one of those, this is one of the, those things where I prefer Mm -hmm. the movie to the book. Not necessarily because not necessarily because the movie is better but because it's easier to swallow than the than yeah. the, the book. The book was just a lot. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was really it was hard to, and to I get am through. So thankful that Oliver Stone didn't end up actually directing it because that was supposed to happen. And I'm, yeah, because um, oh, that would have been awful. It, you know, why is her name escaping me right now? She had the product project project. Sorry, and she had Christian Bale signed on. This is uh, a, a big thing that happened around that time, and he and um. Then the studio decided they wanted to try and make a lot of money out of, off of it. Nobody knew Christian Bale then. Um, and so they wanted to have Leonardo DiCaprio play the character. And Oliver Stone was going to direct it. <laughs> yeah, that was... <laughs> I know, that would have been horrible. This really and bad fan fiction. Mary Heron, who, who uh, directed it, she, uh, she said, you know, I, I, knew, I was like, okay, we're never going to get this back. And She's like, Christian would call me all the time and say, no, we're going to do this movie. I know we're going to do this movie. And then they ended up, and then she ended up getting it back and said, oh yeah, Christian has to play this character. Um, and when I saw it, I really wasn't too familiar with Christian Bale. And I remember I saw it in the theaters and I was like, I don't know if I can ever watch this guy in anything else. He's so good in it. But... <laughs> and then yeah, he ended yeah, up being cast in absolutely and everything. You no, know, he's more of a big deal and yeah, I mean, I I I love Christian Bale, and that was kind of what made me love Christian Bale. Um, I won't go off on Christian Bale like I did with Sam Rockwell and everything. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah. But it's in your <laughs> but thing. It's in the back of my head that I was about to, but I stopped myself. So because I can do that, but I'll, I'll stop with the, I'll stop there since we're already going. I was like, this is going to be a twenty minute episode, and. <laughs> This always happens. <laughs> no, but you miss, you just completely I underestimated know, or, or how much, how I, much I like to talk. Okay, so let's. So we might not get to books. I have a feeling we might not get to books. So sorry, readers. Um, we might add that somewhere else. But let's get into television shows. So Carla, give me some television shows to binge right now. 
<laughs> Just some. I have quite a few of those as well. I know. I mean, this is going to be a, a three parter. I can tell you. <laughs> well, to start, I again, comedy is absolutely my go-to, and um, but lately we've been trying to do more family stuff and obviously there's a lot that I can't show my my kid but um what we've really been into as a family has been the mass singer and that's yeah that's because uh, it's uh for anybody who doesn't really know the premise of it it's a panel of judges and then you have Nick Cannon as the host and it's a lot it's just celebrities dressed up completely you can't see anything about them you can't see any skin the only thing that you can really see is how tall they are um in these outrageous costumes and then they come out and they sing the the panel of judges gushes over them and then they go away and you're left to wonder who the hell was that and um the reason that we really like it is because it's it really is pretty kid friendly there's just not a lot that can uh, that you can really screw up in the singing competition to make it not family friendly um it, it's just a lot of fun to watch again <laughs> it doesn't require a lot of brain power which is fantastic and you really do end up being completely blown away by who some of the people are not so much in season one maybe season two right now they're in season three and they've had some like really big names like the only one that that i'll that i'll spoil because Oh, wow. Like, my job was on the floor was Chaka Khan. Yeah. Which, you know, it's, like, just kind of a big, a big deal. And th- they have even more people still masked to uh, to reveal later on. It's a great show. Um, we've also been really into Lego Masters, which is another great show that you can watch with the family. Um, it's uh, hosted by Will Arnett, and he has two... Um, it's like the brick masters or something. I forget. <laughs> Fancy people who do a lot of Lego. Um, <laughs> as his mm-hmm. uh, fellow hosts. But it's teams of, of two people, each team. And they are tasked with building just amazing things with Lego each week. And uh, the, the whole point is that, you know, they get to the end and they win a certain amount of money. I forget how much it is because it's just <laughs> so much fun to watch that I forget, like, the stakes. Um, but it's really, really sweet. (laughs) Most of them are, it's it's an American, um, (laughs) reality show. So there's so much sweetness, but, (laughs) but they have, you know, some couples, some, uh, fathers and sons, some siblings, some friends, just Mm -hmm. getting together and sharing their love of Lego. Um, and it, it really is a lot more fun than you would imagine it to be. And Will Arnett does a, a good um, job of hosting, which you wouldn't think, because I, I thought that I had like, a <laughs> limit of how much I could tolerate his voice, but I, I'm I'm hanging tough <laughs> in there. Uh, <laughs> uh, of, of comedies, I, I still, you know, I know that there's a lot about it that is in, you know, in the modern view considered mm-hmm. problematic, which I completely agree with yeah. and understand. But Friends is still a show that I go back to time and again. Because it's a show that is uh, not just very well written, but the acting is so fantastic. I mean, there's a reason why their chemistry is touted to this day. 
you just can't watch it. And even if you don't particularly like, like the show, you can see how these pieces just work so perfectly together. And it, it's just so hard to replicate that level of, of, of acting and writing and uh, just everything being put together in such a way that it just, you just like, you know, end up watching three episodes and you forgot <laughs> if you were even going to turn yeah, away from the, from the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what well, that's that, yeah, there, one there that is, I thought when I you watched. look at, when you watch it now, you um, see a lot of the problematic elements with it more so than I think I did when I was first watching it, but it's still one yeah. of those, you know, my sister and I will quote it still to each other. We'll still say, you know, it's a moo point, you know, cow's opinion. It's just moo. I mean, we still will say that to each other all the time. So it's still one of us, yeah. I yes, have never yes. helped anybody move without yelling yeah. pivot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a classic for a reason. Um, and of course, like one of my modern favorites, Shit's Creek, which is just such, oh, Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. The writing is just impeccable. The mm-hmm. acting is just, the, the casting is amazing. Like you wouldn't believe how, uh, like even the, the background, mm-hmm. um, not background, but the, the, the smaller characters are just so perfectly cast. Um, I, I, was, I was first drawn to watching it because I just, I've always loved Eugene Levy. I had like the biggest crush <laughs> on him. Awesome. I just thought he was so cute. <laughs> yes, I know. He's like, you know, <laughs> he's always been like just this dad type but I just had a thing for him it was like oh those eyebrows <laughs> and Catherine O'Hara from you know way back in Beetlejuice she just she was just always one of my favorite um actresses I just I, I, I adore her and then you start watching the show and Annie Murphy who is he uh Alexis the character that she plays seems so grating at first like the first season is kind of tough to model through some of Alexis's scenes but solidly by the end of the first season you are just on board and you come to love her and you end up finding yourself doing Alexis hands which once you watch the show (laughs) you'll completely understand what Alexis hands are (laughs) um and I I can't say enough about Dan Levy without getting all like goosebumpy because not only is he like (laughs) super talented he's also so beautiful he is just the most beautiful like person on tv <laughs> right now I, I i can't feel like even my, my husband knows that i I'm, I'm sorry but some days if we're gonna watch the show together i'm only gonna have eyes for dan levy so let me save the rest of my gushing for the actual episode about the show yeah that's a <laughs> great I could go about, a good it for, and mom, on about it for a while mom listens to this podcast um, so mom i'm just saying this to you, I've been trying to get you to watch this show. And my mom is always trying to look for shows where it's got <laughs> heart and it'll make you feel good and, you know, stuff like that. And so I'm always, yeah. Speak oh to my, mom. my gosh, Aaron's mom. <laughs> I, I cannot tell you how much heart and good feelings you will come away with after watching this. Like, I, I just, I had no idea. Like, you start watching it, and you're like, oh, I've seen this kind of thing before. They reach people, you know, they learn to be, like, kinder and whatever. But there's, it, it's it's so much better than that. It's so much better. Than that. It's a family discovering each other after mm-hmm. decades of neglecting each other. And uh, forming a new life um, <laughs> among these, you know, regulars. Uh 
it, it really is it's a soft wonderful <laughs> show for your heart you have to watch it Aaron's mom you just have to awesome okay <laughs> yeah watch it to all the Aaron's moms out okay. there <laughs> um recently we, we started watching well by we I mean Meg and me <laughs> uh, um, single parents uh which is in its second season it's a pretty new show I will say it took a while for me to get into it um, and there's a ship in it that makes no sense to me, but it actually ends, you actually end up enjoying it and looking forward to it because it, it's cute. There are adorable children in it. Um, it's um, so goofy and hilarious that you don't even mind that these characters in other hands would be absolutely grating and you would want to throw something at your television, <laughs> which I don't recommend that you do in any case, but especially not for a show that you're just watching. Um, and then aside from that, like uh, on more serious kind of shows, um, I, as I mentioned in like a, a couple of episodes ago, I was binging Criminal Minds because I needed something <laughs> that I could have on in the background and not really get too invested in. And that's just me. A lot of people are way more invested in it and really love it. I like it because... I just, it's one of those crime shows where it's interesting week to week, even though you don't, I'm not, you know, me personally, I don't necessarily get super invested in the, um, the recurring characters, but it's still interesting to have it interesting things every week. So <laughs> you just basically won't get bored. I don't think I didn't, but you know, again, easily amused. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, classic, can't say enough about it. I love it with all my heart. And if you've already watched it, watch it again, because you will be surprised at how many things you missed the first, second, third, or fourth, and even 17th time around. You're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I missed this gem of a you know, little thing in a scene, and it just makes it even better for you. Um, nine, uh, 911, the, the newest show, um, and it stars like just a whole slew of amazing, amazing actors. You have Angela Bassett, you have Aisha Hines, you have um, this really hot dude <laughs> whose name escapes me right now, but he's that's older and hot. <laughs> and that's yeah. all I've got right now. <laughs> and yeah, in season two, they bring in Jennifer Love Hewitt, but you know, <laughs> you, you end up not minding her because she's not in it all that much. I just, oh my gosh. I have a thing with Jennifer Love Hewitt where I just, I, I, I don't enjoy her <laughs> presence all that much in my entertainment, but <laughs> she ends up being in things that I love and I'm like, oh, I guess I have to tolerate you. <laughs> Speaking of which, she was in Criminal Minds for a season and I predicted in my binge watch that she wouldn't last and she did not last and I could not have been That's happier. Funny. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um. Avatar The Last Airbender, if you're into more animated anime kind of things. I watched it when it first aired back, like, what was it, like 15 or more years ago? And it's it's just <laughs> such a great show. Again, a show with a lot of heart, if that's what you're looking for. Aaron's mom. Uh, <laughs> um, but it also has, like, you know, really good life lessons. So... I think that it's a, a good show for 
I mean, you, you, you kind of have to watch it for yourself and, and judge it for your children, for their um, maturity levels, because it does have some um, elements of, you know, there's death, there's scariness, there's stuff like that. So, but it's still absolutely a show worth watching that <laughs> um, I, I'm very glad that, <laughs> that this guy I was friends with forced me to watch it way back in the day. <laughs> um, I, I've been... Yes, uh, yes. Yes. Oh, the, the Great British Baking yes. Show, another show that yes. I watch with my family. Which is, isn't it great? It's mm-hmm. like the example of what yep. a reality show should be like, a competition reality show should be like. Because mm-hmm. they help each other, they're they're nice, and it, it's low stakes, but it's so much uh, yeah. um, good tension. It, it, it's not, yeah, you know, tension so because one person's going to gonna just... stab the other person in the back. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, except for, for for like that one lady who um, took out um, that one guy's <laughs> ice cream from the freezer and left forgot, it out, and I was not happy about that. Shame on her! I think her name is Nancy, and that, she ended yeah. up winning the season. Mom, and my I'm mom bitter. Watches that show? She rewatches it and rewatches it. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Good. Mm-hmm. We end up rewatching it's a great, it a it's lot because it's like my right husband's now, favorite thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah and, and you know th- there's something about mm-hmm. baking that's so just relaxing yep. and gentle and even if it's like vicarious baking it's still wonderful <laughs> that's a great way it's to all it. the enjoyment none of the calories <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. especially if you're hitting the uh quarantine snacks <laughs> or maybe it's a bad idea because i'm be inspired to hit them more so i don't know you know, use your judgment, basically. Uh, uh, a new show, which is Tommy, and it's on CBS. And I'm not just mentioning it oh, cool. because my sister is the assistant editor for some of the episodes, which she is. And she's amazing, just saying. But it really is mm-hmm. a great show. Um, it stars Edie Falco. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Edie Falco is a great actor to begin with. But she is it's such an interesting character and it's only a few episodes in and uh they're rerunning it on cbs now since they don't have march madness going on so it's a really good time to start catching up because um then you're not so far behind when that eventually keeps going into the future forever and never for 20 more seasons it's it's uh very i think it's a very uh entertaining show and it'll eventually be very bingeable for when I absolutely need to go back and binge it, which I will. And last but not least, one of the greatest shows of all time to ever air. <laughs> it's like, which one is she going to say? <laughs> Firefly. <laughs> I'm going with Firefly. To the surprise of almost no one. It's... it's uh, it's hilarious. It's fun. It's adventure. There's just a huge cast with unbelievably great performances. And yes, it did get canceled, canceled prematurely. Still worth watching simply because of the fact that once you, you, you watch it, you just can't get the show out of your head. Um, and it still ends up being worthwhile because the episodes are just so well done and so well acted. Um, it is a Joss Whedon show. <laughs> but it's not particularly douchey and, and creepy like Dollhouse was. So just, you know, in case you're wondering if it's going to be like Dollhouse, it's not. 
it's not awesome <laughs> awesome so that, that concludes my <laughs> list of my awesome. 5,000 TV shows well, that everybody should watch. Some lighter ones. Most of these won't be that light. So I apologize in advance. We're going to be, <laughs> I know, but we're going to be doing a whole month. <laughs> no, what? Really great comedies. So <laughs> I won't mention some of the ones that are going to be on there. Um, but a, mo- a movie, <laughs> a show that I just finished binging um, that I was like, I guess I'll give this a shot. Is the show Superstore, <laughs> which <laughs> I was like, I'll just. I'll oh, I love Superstar so much. I like that. Some of the actors, and I just fell in love with. It. I was like, I just love it. Yeah, it's so. That was exactly my experience. Yeah, because I just wanted to. Yeah, because I love America Ferrera ben, ben and um, the guy who, who plays. Oh my God, what can I? Feldman. Oh, I thought I lost you. Never mind. I didn't. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's Ben Feldman. Yeah. Either way, he um, is so cute. I like I have up, but... like the biggest question. But yeah, it's it's just so it's just I don't know. It's just <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's funny. Ben Feldman. Yeah, you were. Like, yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just got a lot of heart to it. Just so many great, yes. great people in it. Great characters in it. And um. And I can't believe I haven't told my mom mm-hmm. yet to watch this one because I think she would like it too. So. <laughs> yeah it's and it's and yeah. and all the episodes are on Hulu, oh so that's Aaron's mom I, you have to uh, watch Superstore you're yeah, gonna love it like, so oh, much I'm looking for something kind of you absolutely will. right now and did that and finished it pretty quickly so I, I really yes. like that one a lot um I'll just very briefly say my my go-to's I usually watch these a couple episodes before I go to bed I switch between Used to be Friends too, but now that Friends isn't on Netflix, it's not there anymore. But um, right now, it's I switch between The Office, Parks and Rec, um, and The Good Place comes in there sometimes too, where I just watch yeah. a couple of those before I go to bed, and it just makes me feel better, um, and it's just a good way to kind of unwind. So we're going to talk a lot about those oh. three shows in a couple of weeks here. We're going to do a two-parter about those, so I won't go into that too much, but um, I do want to recommend those. Um, and then now I'm going to get into, some, <laughs> well, I'll start with some lighter kind of dramas. <laughs> Creek. I still will always love Dawson's Creek, uh, mainly because of Pacey. Um, I just love Joshua Jackson. He's the best. So <laughs> Pacey and Joey, I will ship them forever and ever and ever yes so that one's a fun one to go back and watch <laughs> I sometimes I will just go back and watch it and just skip ahead to when Pacey started falling for Joey because I can't stand Dawson spoiler on there I just cannot stand Dawson so <laughs> yeah skip around there um and the the other one is uh Felicity I love <laughs> Felicity um I know that sometimes that show could get grating but I love it and I'm a Felicity Ben girl I couldn't stand Noel Noel thank you thank you Noel was yes. so cool Oh, no, you're not. You're not on my side. Oh, see, Noel creeps yes. me out. Noel creeps me out. Oh, no, no, no. No, wrong, wrong. <laughs> Sorry, no. I'm not a Ben girl. <laughs> Get away, Noel. Yes, I was supposed to be Noel, not Ben. <laughs> I, just, no, I just was not a Noel girl. Sorry, everybody. I know. I know. Felicity, Ben, that's like probably the more toxic relationship. Whatever. I loved them together. <laughs> I thought Noel was too, too obsessed with her. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> at first I thought I had someone on my 
Yeah. First, I thought I had someone on my side, and then turns out I didn't. But so we have basically two not such great guys. Nope. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is so I, much more. I like automatically assumed you were going to go with Noel, and I was like, "Well, I should have known." <laughs> Probably not a good thing, but. But that's so. Those are kind of lighter. Oh, and I'm going to throw out Roswell because the original Roswell. Because I have a thing for that show. I I can't. I mean, I don't think that show is actually necessarily that great of a show. Um, but I I mm-hmm. loved it. I bought a calendar. I I was really really into that show. Um, and I loved Max and Liz. <laughs> um, and then of course uh, Michael and uh, Maria were really great as well. Um, so I'm going to throw that one in there too. And now I'll get into the, the, the heavier stuff, the deeper into the pool. I'll start with my all time favorite show. And um, I hope the person who's to on the, the line deeper end of the pool. listening to these ones. Um, Queer as Folk, the US version. That's my all time favorite show. I have to put it in there, especially with you being on here. I've been trying to get Carla to watch this show forever. <laughs> And if you don't know what Queer as Folk is, um, it was originally a UK show, Showtime, and it was a really revolutionary show. Um, it follows um, a group of gay friends in Pittsburgh, um, and it was revolutionary because it, it came out, Will and Grace was still around at that time, and while I loved most of the seasons of Will and Grace, I, um, you know, there's there is kind of this pg feeling to it um you know they're kind of the safe gay friends and the safe you know you don't really see them as too sexual or um being you know it always surprised me that will was always single i don't know why but that was always this weird thing to me on the show and exactly exactly yeah that's the best way to put it um so and this one is very very explicit it's a gay show for the straight which it also got criticized for later on a lot of People in the gay community um, criticized it because they were like, you know, we don't just all have sex. That's not what we're all about. Um, But it's also about a lot of other things. It tackles hate crimes um, very well. Um, It deals a lot with AIDS. um, Deals a lot with getting older. um, Stuff like that. And it's and it's just it's just what's great about it is as a woman, what was great watching it is that you aren't used to seeing men uh, viewed as the sexual objects, the way they are in this show. You know, you're at least I'm not used to that. And they very much are. I mean, it, it's kind of switches that up a little bit there. Um, and it's also just some great relationships, some great love stories. You know, my all time, all time favorite couple ever, Brian and Justin, who, yes, I know some people think it's problematic, but I don't care. I love them so much. I'm not going to spoil anything there because I really, really want you to watch it. Um, there's, of course, the great and wonderful Emmett, <laughs> played by Peter Page. And Emmett is just, oh, my God. Carla, when you do end up watching this, you are going to fall in love with Emmett. If you don't fall in love with Emmett, I will be absolutely and totally shocked. But you're going to fall in love with Emmett. I just, I just predict this and then of course um there's sharon glass who plays debbie novotny who <laughs> is michael who's michael is pretty much the central character michael and, and brian are but michael really is um originally when it first started i think it kind of switched more over towards focusing on brian 
but she's uh, Michael's mom and she's very, very supportive mom. Um, and she's just a very interesting character to watch um, in there, especially watching some of her scenes, especially with Brian. I think she's just so great to watch with Brian because she calls him on a lot of his uh, BS. Um, and she's just a, just a great character. So I, I, of course, recommend that. I think you can only watch it on Showtime right now, but um, do it, <laughs> Carla, and everybody else. But <laughs> I'm specifically focus on Carla. Um <laughs> But it's, just, it's, it's great. And it's um, one of those that I could watch over and over and over again. And yeah. Um, and then the other one I'm going to recommend is another one that I've been trying to get Carla to watch. Um, Dexter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I should have had you guess. Yeah. Dexter. I think the last season, especially the ending, it really just kind of destroys what is a great show. And especially what they do to a certain character is almost unforgivable. But before that happens, at least the first four seasons are some of the best television you will ever see. In my opinion, the fourth season is still one of my favorite seasons of television ever. John Lithgow plays a character who is so incredibly creepy. He's incredible. There's an episode that um, everybody who has watched this show knows called Hungry Man. And it's a Thanksgiving episode. And it's one of the most disturbing episodes of television I have ever seen. Um, But it's very, very good. And if you don't know what Dexter is about, Dexter is about Dexter Morgan. Uh, It takes place in Florida, in Miami, Florida. And um, Dexter is, he's a blood splatter analysis for the Miami police department. Um, and in his spare time, he's a serial killer who only targets other murderers. Uh, it's a code. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a code that he was taught to by his um, foster dad, by his adopted We all have to have hobbies. Um, and he also has a sister who is just Deborah Morgan is just the most amazing woman ever. Um and she's great. She's great in it too. Jennifer Carpenter is great. Um, and then there's some great supporting characters, some great comic relief from C.S. Lee. He plays another blood splatter uh, expert, Vince Masuka, and he's just so great too. He's so good. Um, and then a bunch of other people, David, I know I'm going to pronounce his name wrong. I'm sorry. David Sayas, Sayas, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, he plays another one of the cops on there, and he's excellent as well. Um, and it's just, it's it's very violent, of course, because it's about a serial killer. Um, and it is one of those when you, when you kind of question, like, should I be rooting for this guy? Am I supposed to be rooting for this guy? Because it's all from his perspective, really. Um, as, a, as people know, I mean, he narrates a lot of it. And it still has one of the best title sequences ever, I think. So I'm going to throw that one out there. Um, and then I'm going to throw out another drama that also stars Michael C. Hall because I love Michael C. Hall. And that's Six Feet Under, uh, the HBO show, um, which, of course, followed the family, the Fisher family who ran a mortuary in um, Los Angeles. And um, Michael C. Hall's character on there, I think, has one of the greatest character arcs I've seen. Um, you know, it's a man coming to terms with his sexuality. Um, and being okay with being himself and also loosening up a little bit. There are, of course, other characters on there as well. But I just want to throw that out there since I'm talking about Michael C. Hall. So that's another one. Um, 
And then there's, there's this show. <laughs> this is, uh, you want to talk about kind of really dark. Um, at least I think it's, it's pretty dark and there's a couple seasons. <laughs> um, and now all of a sudden the name of it is, how is it all? It's called the sinner. I don't know if, I don't know if you've heard of the sinner, Carla, it's on its third season. I've watched the third season. The sinner is basically a show oh, that yeah. each season, um, takes a crime and you see the crime happen. So you don't have, there's no mystery about who does it. And it examines what happened that led up to this murder taking place. Um, and each season is a new murder mystery, but every season has Bill Pullman's character in it. He's a cop and he's got a lot of issues himself. He's yeah, he's, it's a very different kind of Ooh. role for him. He's very dark. It's very dark for him. Um, and the fur, it's just, kind of twisted the first season um is jessica beale plays a woman who brutally stabs this guy on a public beach all the public just sees her do it she just goes a little nuts and stabs this guy and then you follow that and see flashbacks and learn why she ended up doing that um the second season yeah it's it's intense and this wow I, I, yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm like right now like that that just was that escalated yep. quickly yep and then um the second season is follows a kid who kills his parents um and he's a young young kid he's like 13 i think and it follows how that happened and then i i haven't seen the third season yet uh because i you know i don't have cable right now because it's a usa show but it does stream on netflix shows it so that's another one um, that's, that one's a really dark one. Um, you know, if you really want to go dark also, um, American horror story, you know, can be dark at times and sometimes it can be just plain awful, but <laughs> that's another one that I'll just quickly throw out there for darker. Um, and then I just had another one in my head. Sorry. My head just totally escaped. Oh, oh, I want to throw out really quickly. Um, the show Pose, <laughs> I've mentioned it before. That one's on Netflix, and I haven't gotten to see the second season yet because, oh, yeah. like I said, I don't have cable. Um, but that one's so, so good. Um, and that's another one I want to throw out there really quickly because I know, at least for me, I'm coming to the end of the time of my time. So I'm trying to throw out some ones really quickly. We're probably not, not going to get to books, as you can tell. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I watch This Is Us. And I still love This Is Us, um, but uh, I kind of hate most of the characters on the show. That's what's so funny, except for except for Randall and um, <laughs> Beth. Beth is my absolute favorite character, and I do like um, the mom. Why can't I remember her name? Um, and I do like Jack. But it is, and it is a show that I cry all the time. But I do hate most of the characters. It's so funny. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the good thing about ensemble shows is that exactly. they don't, you know, there's not so much time spent on each character. <laughs> and you know, this exactly. is going to move on so, soon. So, so it's like, oh, get out my face. And then also, if you want to watch just kind of a quick little political thing, um, I think John Oliver's show on HBO is essential, frankly. I think he's brilliant. So I'm just going to throw that one out there. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, there's like a ton more <laughs> oh, that sure. I could mention, um, but 
I'll just throw those ones. Those are good ones to start with. And then Carla, of course, had tons of great ones to do and tons of movie ones. But um, I'm going to wrap up now just because I have to go. (laughs) Anyway, thank you so much, Carla. I'll let you just say where they can find you. Um, if, if the, because I know you want to be found, so <laughs> go ahead and let them know where they can find you. <laughs> yes, I do. Awesome. Well, well you. first of all, thank you so much for this. This is a lot of fun, yeah. <laughs> and I always enjoy talking about things that I like. So this is right up my alley. Um, so my name is Carla Temis. I can be found on most social media <laughs> except for TikTok because I am old. Uh, at Carla Temis. <laughs> And my website is, guess what? Awesome. Well, thank you so much for doing this, Carla. And, um, oh, I guess I should close out and say where you can find me. Sorry, guys. I'm a little punchy right now. But um, (laughs) this is Erin. You can follow me on Twitter at EAprilBeauty. That's all one word. The E and the A and the B are capitalized. Be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod. On Twitter at Fandom Thing Pod. No, it's in that one. On Instagram at It's a Fandom Thing Pod. And then um, you can also email us if you have any ideas, any feedback, if you want to be interviewed. Um, I've gone over that a couple times. Um, you can email us at It's a Fandom Thing Pod at gmail.com. And then ho- I'm hoping I'm going to have another special episode out um, on Saturday. We shall see. Um, and so I'm not going to tell you what that is. It's just a little interesting little thing we're going to do. So hopefully that works out well. And hopefully you'll be able to hear that episode. Um, if not, our next episode will be on Tuesday. And that's going to be all about Disney. So that should be interesting. Um, you'll hear a lot of not always positive opinions from me. I will spoil that for you. <laughs> so Because, you know, I'm an indie girl. I didn't film, <laughs> film girl. So Disney kind of scares me sometimes. But anyway. <laughs> Anyway, well, thank you again, Carla, and thanks for listening. And remember, until next time, it's a fandom thing. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for Season 9. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.